Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Shotgun snap. He's got the ball. Quick throw left side. Red throw with a catch. And he breaks one tackle. Then the ball comes out. It's loose. And it's picked up by the Cardinals in midfield. It's picked up by Byron Murphy at the 40, at the 30, at the 20, at the 10. Ball game! Byron Murphy picks up the ball at midfield, returns it for a touchdown, and the Cardinals win. No flags. What an unbelievable finish here in Vegas. What a call. What a a game. Welcome into Cardinals Corner, fresh off one of the craziest wins in Arizona Cardinals history. Of course, with me is Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake. I am 98.7 FM's Eric Ruby. We are here to talk about what happened in Vegas. And Tyler, I'm not talking about that vacation you took about a month before the season started. I'm talking about (laughs) week two, the Cardinals down. It was miserable. Wow. Yeah. I'm talking the vibes were at the ground, Tyler. Yes. I don't think we can even convey about how grim yeah. it looked yeah. at halftime Bad. of this game. Terrible. It was awful. It but was let's well we'll get into that. We're gonna get negative, but Keep we, going, you, yeah. you wanna know what did happen? What happened? The second half happened, <laughs> and it was the most polar opposite switch of a game I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Once they got a little bit. Once they got rolling, it just looked like we finally saw the team that we thought they could be. And the team that they talked about that they could be. <laughs> and the team that, quite frankly, they acted like they were. We saw it. Yeah. We saw the team that was kind of good enough to not play all of your players in preseason or to extend your head coach yeah. or your quarterback. We yep. saw the whole team work together for the first time in any preseason or now regular season action. And granted, it's early. It's week two. But honestly, it's long overdue. The Cardinals come back to beat the Las Vegas Raiders in overtime after being down 20 points. Tyler, 29 to 23. Yep. What stands out to you the most besides obviously that incredible call from Dave Pash yep, on call. the last play? Great call. <laughs> of course, if you want to listen to all of that, tune in tomorrow, 98.7 FM. We'll have more calls from Pash. But all day. 29 <laughs> yeah. Cardinals are now one and one. Yep. Overtime. Yep. How you feeling? I mean, you got to feel good after that. That was probably the most complete half of football we might see. I mean, I don't want to put a damper on everything, but could be the, the most complete half of football we see all season. Everything worked well there. I mean, the Raiders obviously had to choke a little bit there to help uh, help keep the uh, get the score down. But I would say, you know, at the end of the day, the defense for as bad as it looked in the first half really stepped up its game in the second. And I mean, one guy in particular, Isaiah Simmons, had a very weird oh, Sunday. That was so strange. Just a weird Sunday. He I went couldn't from, believe it. Yeah, I could not believe that they were not playing. Him. He went from not from giving up the green dot to Zayvon Collins to not and not playing to having the play of the game with the fumble and Byron Murphy scooping it up and scoring. So got to give the defense a ton of credit. They only held uh, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and the rest of the Raiders to three points in the second half. That's huge. That's going to win you a football game. And then you've got to put it on Kyler. I mean, we said last week that he didn't have a bad game, but Kyler's good games need to be great games for them to have a chance to win. And we saw that. Like, this is the reason you pay this guy that much money. Oh, absolutely. The scrambles alone. I mean, that two-point conversion scramble, it wasn't a full touchdown, but it was something that really juveni- rejuvenized this team to the point where it was like, all right, 
I mean, you could tell this team that was, was really ready. The moment. They were was ready the to go. And that defense took that and said, okay, let's get a stop. And they came right back and, and scored and got overtime. And the rest is history. I mean, that's and, – and Cliff said it best. It's not the biggest game on the stat sheet for Kyler Murray – but in terms of game, a game that's one of games that of all the games you're going to remember for Kyler Murray, this is going to be one of them. Absolutely, we're going to get to that soundbite. But first, I have to play the audio from that two point conversion because that play Wild. <laughs> lasted about twenty seconds. Wild! It's the most Kyler Murray esque play. Twenty seconds in, it went eighty five yards. He moved eighty five yards to go and score. <laughs> Snap to Kyler, looking right. Now back to the middle, now runs to the right, being chased, backing up at the 20. Looking, still dancing around, pointing, still holding the ball like it's street ball in the backyard. He's still got it, runs right to the 10, cuts left to the 5, and he's going to score! Oh my goodness! Kyler Murray on a play that took about a minute, somehow gets in the end zone for two points. Boy! This is the entertainment capital of the world, and I don't think I've ever seen a two-point play as entertaining as that. It was seriously the turning point of the game. I mean, look, at that point, the offense had looked way better than it had at any other part of the season. It looked like, we talked about this before the show, it looked like they finally got out of the preseason. Yeah. Like the first six quarters were their preseason, which honestly, it makes makes sense, and it doesn't help that you would play your first preseason game against a full-fledged Chiefs team, but... I mean, this team, at that point, they had put together two solid drives and an incredible. And I don't think I'm saying that word lightly. Incredible. Marquise Hollywood Brown. Yeah. One-handed grab, draped with two Raiders defenders on him. That right there, if you just take that moment, take a screenshot of that moment, that is the reason why they traded for Marquise Hollywood Brown. Yep. Like, I don't know if you can say that he made that catch because of chemistry. He made that catch because of his hands. Mm-hmm. But man, Kyler knew exactly where to yeah. put it. And when those two guys are at their absolute peak, they can make plays against anybody, anywhere, on any place in the field. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it opens up everything else. When you establish a run game, I thought Eno had a great game. I thought Darrell Williams had a great game. He had a touchdown yeah, off of that in, one-handed catch of Marquise. Like, filled in nicely for uh, James Conner, who was questionable to return with the ankle injury. So we'll oh, have to man. see with that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought Marquise Brown got robbed there. I figured he deserved that touchdown after the grab he made. It had like that Jonathan Ward-esque type catch that he made against the, the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I, I already like automatically associate that as a touchdown in my head. Like, I know that Darrell Williams got it off the half-yard rush, and all credit to him. Like, he, yeah. he played his role this game, but, like, that's a moment that, like, he was also grabbed. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was—he he, he should have gotten a touchdown, but the catch still counts. The yep. Kyler—Kyler playing like that is not a breath of fresh air, but it is the only way this team can go on and, like, win a Super Bowl. It can only yep. It's the only way this team can go on and win games the rest of the season— because, yeah, the defense played fine in the second half, but you have to play fine for a whole game yeah. for your offense to not have to put up really good numbers to win. I do want to get to that Kingsbury cut that you mentioned, mm-hmm. where you talked about him just praising, not just Kyler's play, not his stat line, but how he got it. You know, our guys just refuse to lose, really. Kyler, I thought, uh, went into that mode where he's like, just give me the ball and I'm going to make it all happen, and, and he did, and he has that ability and... um 
just really proud of, of his effort. Had some tough plays that didn't go our way, but he never blinked and, and kept um, wanting the ball in his hands. And uh, just the stat line isn't as, as great as he's going to have in his career, but it was one of the best games he'll probably ever play based on just competitive spirit. Based off competitive spirit. 100%. That's what you wanted to see, right? Yep. We all knew the talent was there. That was never a question. What was the question this offseason, Tyler? As, I mean, really, is can he be a leader and can he be fully engaged, really, over the course of a season? I mean, so far through two weeks, would you say he's passed that part of his test? Yeah, and I think it's just even coming out of week one, I think a lot of the players, and I mean, and Zach Ertz said it best, like, they said Kyler Murray was one of the the leaders that was getting all of these guys back on track for this week of practice. And you could clearly tell, I mean, obviously we'll get into the first half later, but that second half was exactly the football that I think all of them expected that they could play. And just seeing Murray take over not only made that offense run at full steam, it really poured over into the defense and really gave them another gear. And it was just... Well, it, you want to know why he gave them another gear? Because they got some time to breathe. Yeah, and they, they, they and were they, able to sit on the sidelines. And they didn't for a give the bit. Raiders any time to do anything. I mean, they had less than ten yard, uh, ten minutes of time of possession in the second second half. Like that's that and three points allowed is going to win a football game more times than it's going to lose a football team. It's like football both, game. It's like both teams just like switch jerseys. Yeah, they they just switch jerseys at halftime. The way the Cardinals played in the first half, that was the way the Raiders played in the second half. Yeah. Now, of course. All of this actual football, the Cardinals show up, they make it to overtime off of another two-point conversion with yep. A.J. Green after being... Dropping a few. <laughs> after getting a delay of game on a two-point conversion. Yeah, oh yeah. Which is just like, you know, that was the moment where I thought to myself... I think myself, everybody thought that. I think everybody thought was like... Oh, Here it is. Like, this is it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this was the part where it's like the ultimate roller coaster. It was the the deepest of deep valleys. Yeah. And then you're getting all the way to the top of the peak. You climb the Grand Canyon only to jump back off. But at the last second, somebody threw a rope on you and saved you. You just tripped and stumbled down. Yeah. One time I almost actually stumbled off the Grand Canyon when I was younger. <laughs> I'm serious. I, it was it was snowy there and I didn't have like the proper boots. Oh my gosh. And we were walking down and it took like, I don't know, like two minutes. And I lost my footing twice. I was like, nope. I'm not going to do this. And I just walked back up. I was like young, but I was like, I I, I can't do this. But that is not why we're here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is, but I, I don't know. I don't think it is. Byron Murphy comes up with by far the play of his career. Isaiah Simmons play of his career. comes up with by far the play of his career. And Zayvon Collins by far has the best game of his career. Am, am I wrong? Yeah, from top would, to bottom. Would you, yeah. not, would you not say that this was by far the highlight of Zayvon Collins' career? That second half? Yeah. Well, I mean, for every, yeah, I mean, for everybody that wanted him to call plays and be that Mike Backer, I we mean, got here. It, it was here finally. Like it, it took it took uh, thirty minutes before it really kicked in. But I mean, that was the first thing I noticed was like, hey, Isaiah's not here, and who's got the green dot? Whoa, Zayvon. <laughs> Whoa. Was, <laughs> it was funny because just following the game. On Twitter, listening to the radio broadcast on 98.7, watching it on TV as well, you saw just the slight progression at the beginning where everybody's like, wait, Isaiah Simmons isn't playing. Yeah. Not just, okay, Isaiah Simmons isn't like out there every single down, but Isaiah Simmons straight up is not playing. He got benched. Yeah. And I was, look, I wrote my rapid reaction at halftime, which, Mm -hmm. yes, I regret because it was a waste (laughs) of time, but at the same time, it accurately captured what that first half was. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, Derek Carr was running all over this defense. And Isaiah Simmons is not out there, not playing, gets benched. And I'm like, okay, yeah, who has a green dot? And you see everybody scrambling. Everybody scrambling. Who's got it? Who's got it? Who's got it? Who's got it? And then you see the <laughs> tweets coming. He's tweets from you, the tweets from Darren Urban. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the tweets coming in is like, yeah, Zayvon Collins has it. And then I listen to the broadcast, the TV broadcast, and they're like, yeah, Isaiah Simmons isn't playing. And we don't know why. Yeah. They're like, we know he didn't have a great game against the Chiefs. Like, yeah, he had to play better, but it didn't warrant a benching. And who who knows? Maybe that lit a fire under him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he knocks that ball loose. Cliff said, I mean, Cliff said after the game when they were handing out game balls that, you know, Isaiah, for a guy that expected to play more, he saw snaps reduced, but didn't, you know, hold his head or hang his head low and everything else and came back and responded with the best play of his career. So those are the type of things that are really going to not only help you on the football field, but might help him grow as a person and help his character out. I mean, it's one of those things that, hey, I might not get every snap, but if I can come in there and make a difference on, on, the handful that I get, that's what I've got to do. And I think we saw that. So not and only that's gotta be so tough because this isn't just like somebody, you know, this isn't somebody that was like, man, I could be a starter. I, I should get more reps. No, this was somebody that like over the summer was mm-hmm. talked about as the guy. They made a oh, position. Isaiah Simmons, our yeah. star backer. Yeah. You don't say that about somebody who's not going to play a lot. So he rightfully so probably should have had his ego inflated. And maybe they thought to themselves, who let's scale it back. And it probably helped with the just thinking too much between the years. I think and he that was probably really helped. frustrated yep. that they were getting ran. Mm-hmm. They were getting destroyed. I mean, literally looked like practice out there for the Raiders. Like mm-hmm. they were just going in the first half. Yeah. And I keep on getting myself to the negative. They didn't even need they like, didn't even need Devontae Adams to do anything. They didn't use Devontae yeah. Adams. Yeah. They they used everybody else. I remember uh in our our preseason prediction about this game, you mentioned Max Crosby. Yep. I mentioned Hunter Renfro. That's some deep football knowledge for both of us. <laughs> but no, it's serious. Like the, those were guys that made an impact. And obviously Chandler Jones played, and I don't know, maybe we'll get into that storyline at the end. There's a lot of other stuff to talk about. I mean, we might as well. That's part of the good for the Cardinals. Is Chandler true. Jones didn't do anything. Yeah, he's he's I mean, he not a, been good through two I think weeks. he had a Q, uh, QB hit in a couple tackles, but outside of that, he, he was... A, I think he had a pressure or two, but most of the time it was because yeah. Crosby and was Crosby just lighting somebody else up. So as as much as the offensive line had a lot of questions entering this week, that was a really, really solid performance by them just to hold that duo to one sack. Yeah. And really not, I mean, they really weren't that impactful. No, they, I mean, they weren't, honestly, though, watching it, it did feel like, especially in the first half, like, they they really could do whatever they wanted, it just didn't always result in a sack, but Kyler was not throwing it to a receiver every single yeah. time, like, he was definitely pressured, and he was just getting rid of that ball with, whenever he could, and then there were some questionable play calls as well, and we'll get into that, first, we were talking about plays of their career, obviously, Byron Murphy makes the play of his career, scoops up the ball, runs it back for a touchdown, but it almost... It almost didn't happen mm. because you almost saw, and, and Cliff said this, you almost saw saw Byron Murphy Jr. turn into a meme. We almost you saw a viral, video, almost a viral saw moment. He almost let go of the ball, and yeah, he, he was asked about it when he flicked that ball behind his head right after he crossed <laughs> into the end zone. That's a lesson to learn, but I'm going to take that one all the way home with me next time. <laughs> I hope so. I hope there is a next time. In Through fact, the casino. Do this every week. Do this every <laughs> yeah. week. Just make it a habit. I would love if you every single week wanted to score a touchdown. Do not be Deshaun Jackson. Because that was the, the last guy I know who ever did that or dropped it before the goal line. I think there's like um I think there was a college player who did it. There's like always a high school player that does it. They have the play of their career and they get way too excited and they throw the ball behind them and it's just like, oh no. 
not great. But of course, it it counted. Yeah. And uh, he was just kind of asked about what was going through his head when when he picked up the ball. And again, it's overtime. This is do or die situation. Yeah. They the, the they already given the already, ball back. The Cardinals already had their offensive drive. The Raiders yep. score any points here, the game is over. Over. All of that momentum, all of that time, you go for it on fourth down. They don't get it. They can't connect. And now it's the Raiders ball. Oh, okay. Couple of big defensive plays. The tide's kind of turning. Now you're here. Time is in your hands. Yeah. The win is in your hands. What are you thinking? All I knew is I had to score. That was the first thing in my head was just go go fast as you can and run to the end zone. Uh, but like you said, yeah, everything kind of was slow. You know, it's a blurry moment until you pick up that ball. Now everything's getting faster and faster. That's yep. how I feel when we're doing a podcast. Everything is just a blur. <laughs> and it's a blur, and then it's like afterwards, like, whoa, that happened? What? Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I that was Im- I can't just... imagine that feeling. No. When you get into the end zone, like it already happened, right? It's not in the middle of it. In the middle of it, it's probably adrenaline. You really don't know yeah, what you're Yeah, you get thinking. that second where everything right. kind of... It's just like, oh, oh man, what's I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. And you get there, you're like, oh, my God, I did it. Well, then, and then you look at the crowd, and the crowd's pretty much silent outside of the the... You know, splotches of red throughout. Which is not what it was in that first half. It no, was not silent was, in the first it half. It was a raucous crowd for sure. Oh, I mean, that that stadium, it looked, first of all, it, it looked really cool. It, the, the stadium looked cool. The, yeah. the fans, I know some people worried about the Oakland fans maybe not translating over to Las Vegas. Yeah, mm, no. It's the, Las Vegas. The, 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 the Las they, Vegas, they, they translated well. I, yeah. Before we get into, yes, there was some bad parts of this game. And, and let's not get it twisted. I think... You know, Gambo did say it best in his uh, rapid reaction, which you can find over on ArizonaSports.com, which you can also find a lot of Tyler Drake's work. That's right. Tyler Drake is yeah. another voice you're hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is our Cardinals reporter. He's already put out like 15 stories tonight that <laughs> might be hyperbole. But again, go check out his work, ArizonaSports.com. Download Cardinals Corner Podcast if you're listening to us right now. This yep. is a, a big moment in the season. This was a maybe potentially season-saving moment. It's a defining moment, if anything, for, for Kyler. It, for Cliff, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, it, it, who knows if it, it might be too much to say, yeah, it's saved. You this still season. have to win next you week. You still have but... to win. You still have to. I mean, one win's not getting you into the playoffs, but the momentum, the the getting the bad taste of your mouth from the first week, and just yeah, just the overall like, hey, we can put this together. I think that's gonna mean more. And yeah, it's just it's gonna be one of those things like, hey, remember that week two win over the Raiders where they came back and Murray ran eighty five yards for a two point conversion. That was pretty wild. Yeah. Like, it's going to be one of those games. I think it could be simply put as this. If the team plays the second half as they played the first half, season's over. Yeah. If you don't show fight, if you don't show fight in this game... No one's going to believe in you. you. You wouldn't believe in yourself. It would be it After would be talking tough. yourself up, what, what is going on if you, don't, if you don't go out and you at least make it a game? You... You you want to have all of these promos about playing at the Super Bowl at your home field? You're going to go out and extend your head coach and extend your general manager and extend your starting quarterback and extend your safety yep. and extend your edge rusher? You better see results. You're going to go out there and you're going to get rid of Jordan <laughs> Hicks who goes off and has a very good start yeah. of the season yeah. over in Minnesota. Put all this stock in Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. Pull Isaiah Simmons. In the first half, mm-hmm. you're not going to fight. 
then it's over. Yeah. It's done. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like, there's enough talent on this team that you can't just chalk it up to DeAndre Hopkins being gone. Does no. it make an impact? Yes. Yeah. But you have to be good enough to fight in this game. Yep. And not only did they fight, they fought back hard and they won. Here's a veteran's perspective on what happened. Because, again, this this was... Pretty historic. Yeah, for sure. You know, it might not be the greatest win in Cardinals history. I think it's like the fourth biggest comeback. It's definitely one of the biggest comebacks. Or one of the, I think like 1999 was the last one of this magnitude. That's a long time ago, dude. Let me let me do some digging. Keep going. I'll, I'll rant while you do some digging. Think about the amount of players that we've said this could be a tide turner for, right? Kyler Murray, Byron Murphy Jr., Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, like Marquise Hollywood Brown. The offense as a whole. Daryl Williams had a great game. Eno yeah. Benjamin had a great game. Like, everybody was kind of used the way that they should be used. A.J. Green, he made his presence known. Yep. Cliff had some creative play calls. This, this is a potentially narrative shifting victory you just have to capitalize and Zach Ertz had a quiet 75 yards yeah he Greg was solid, George, solid that's again what, that's what you want from Zach Ertz I don't need Zach Ertz to be my leading receiver I don't need Zach Ertz to be making every single play I don't need him to get the most targets but if he is open and he gets me 75 yards in a game thank you because with the amount of talent you have around him with somebody like Kyler who extended so many plays on his legs this uh this game having somebody like Ertz who's just there yeah. Solid, yeah. ready to catch. So uh, back to the comeback wins. It's the fifth comeback win for the Cardinals in franchise history. Uh, yeah, and it is the uh, most recent one was 1999 when the Cardinals came back against Philly and they were down 21. 25. What, what day in 1999? Ooh. Ooh, September 12th. So not 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 like too far last away week, but a while back. Yeah, I was. <laughs> let's see how this is going to make so many people angry. How old was I when that happened? I was. Uh, let's see. This is the. Night. I was seven. I was five months old. <laughs> I was seven years old. <laughs> I was five months old when that happened. So we're we're talking some history here. Maybe not a guy who played in that era, but a veteran on this team, Justin Pugh. He talked about what he was telling the team when they were going into these crucial, potentially season-defining moments. Just visualize it. Go get a touchdown. Like just visualize us being in the end zone. No matter what happens, we're gonna make a play, and that's what happened. We we use every single down. Every single play, it was the craziest sequence of events I've ever been a part of. And we never stopped fighting. There, there is something to be said about that. Down 20, 23, nothing. I don't even know what it was at. To come back and win, that just shows a testament to the guys in this freaking locker room. <laughs> Look, it is a testament to them. Look, they got a lot of hate. A lot of it. And hands up. Like, uh, you know what? No, they didn't get hate. They got, they got what got they reality. deserved. Yeah, they got, they got everything reality. That they deserve. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I, that, I phrased that wrong. There's no hate. They got a Week nice, one was a... fresh serving of humble pie. Exactly. And they took it on the chin, and then they went out there, and they didn't respond in the first half. They took it on the chin again, and they said, enough. I want to know what the I want to know what the halftime message was. Didn't the coaches come out before the players? I you know I'm not sure, but that that's the I one think, thing is like I think as I much. I might have seen something about the coaches maybe, the play, and I, maybe I'm the not, maybe the players took in their own hands. But I I mean I just I would like to see what that locker room was like just to just to get a, a taste of what really kicked them into gear. And hey, the other good thing about winning 
in Vegas is that they're already back in Arizona. <laughs> they are? <laughs> they just landed. We're yeah, not they, even done recording yeah, and they're already back. They already landed back in Arizona, so that was a quick one. No, That's got to uh, be a fun plane ride, man. No roulette. No roulette I'm or blackjack. I'm surprised they didn't stay. Oh, I'm, I'm eh, Byron, Byron Murphy might have stayed, you know. Just, just he's like, man, I'm feeling so lucky today. I, I don't know, man. To. I don't think anybody's buying him drinks in that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was probably a very... No, you know what? Those, those Raiders fans... They they wouldn't recognize them because they're they're probably not in a good place. They probably didn't want to go gamble. They weren't feeling lucky. Well, I no, mean, they're probably nobody, no Raiders fan <laughs> left that place. It was like, let me go put my money on a game of game of luck. Nobody wanted no. to do that if if you were rooting for the Raiders in that game. Well, they're probably taking their jerseys off to show the Rams or the Chargers oh, jersey. They've got underneath it anyway. Come on, <laughs> come on. What do they ever I gotta, do to you? I got to get a shot in on the Raiders. What do, you, what do they ever do to you, Tyler? Okay, look, I think we've avoided it long enough, and by avoided, it, I mean. We talked about all the good. It. Yeah, we talked about all the good, and then we mentioned the bad in between, but we never like dove right into it. One of the most telling parts of that soundbite we just listened to was that Justin Pugh was like, yeah, we were down 20-something at half. They had to transform. Like, I mean, they basically had to transform into a different team. They were so bad. They were, <laughs> they bad. were like, like I again, at the be- you could you could give them all the credit in the world. And the reality is that they deserve it. But, but you, you know what yeah. else you have to acknowledge? That wasn't just like a drive. That wasn't like a couple bad plays, some miscommunication. That was a they full got half of thoroughly football. ran. Yeah, in that first half, every facet of the game on offense, they couldn't stay on the field. They were getting pressured a lot. They had no chemistry. Nope, none. Then on defense, man, talk about just wide open, easiest marching down the field you've seen since, oh wait, no, seven days ago. But still, oh. still. And it was Holland. It was Holland. Right, it, wasn't, it wasn't even Devontae Adams was, or Hunter Renfro or Darren Waller. I honestly thought Devontae Adams would get 150 yards. I I, really I think everybody thought, did. I really thought that that was going to happen. And you know what? I'm glad it didn't because you, you just don't want to see a secondary he get torn up like that. He had seven targets and caught two for 12 yards and a touchdown. That's but, a win. But, That's a win every time okay, if you're the defense. It, it's only a win if the other guys didn't tear you up too. And like, like, do we have to explain the miraculous events that happened to get to where we are? Like, we have to highlight how great it was. But the reason why it was so great was because it was so bad. It was bad. so miraculous. And it was so bad in the first half. It was just bad. 20 to 0 and it was just there was no no way the, the Cardinals were winning this game. So here's the question. How worried are you about that coming back? I mean, you've got Are gotta, you are you more confident? You have to be that after the that. the first half? No, that's not the question. That's too easy of a question. Mm-hmm. We ask the hard questions here on Cardinals Corner, <laughs> but you can oh, download yeah, everywhere you yeah, get definitely. podcasts. Yep, you can. Are you more confident that this Cardinals football team is the first half team or the second half team? I think you have to roll. It's that's a tough one, just because is it the pressure that helped them overcome all that adversity, or was it was or, it the Raiders gonna Raider, or was it yeah, or <laughs> was it the Raiders' it, fault it for not like showing the up? The Chiefs they didn't do this against the Chiefs. Yeah. Not that the Raiders are bad, but they're certainly. A level below the Chiefs, I think we can all agree on that. And I thought we saw a lot of glaring things with the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football that we didn't see in Week 1. Mm. So there is something else that was kind of on my mind. When but yeah. they played the Raiders opponent from Week 1. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, it was just, I, I think it was more, I, but like we said last week, it was more, I think it was a lot of the Chiefs are just that good and the Cardinals were bad. And this time it was 
the Raiders started out really well and the Cardinals figured it out and became the better team. And really, that's what dictated this game. Not that the Raiders just fell off completely. Like the Cardinals had to make everything work in that second half. And without them doing, I mean, they don't convert one of those two point conversions. They're done. That was a great answer, Tyler, except for one thing. What? You didn't answer the question. <laughs> so it wasn't a good answer. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be, it was very eloquently put. You made a lot of sense. I'm going to go. I was sitting there nodding along the whole time. Okay. And I was just waiting for you to, to, to put a stamp on it. So I'm going to say, half, second half. I trust, I'm going to go with the second half right now. Okay. Because not only that, you're going to get a couple guys back in a couple weeks with Antonio Hamilton, probably. I mean, he seems like he's doing better from what I've seen in the locker room. He's dancing around and doing more things and seems like he's back into like, getting closer to being back on the football field. You get him back a couple more weeks, you get DeAndre Hopkins back. I think this is the type of win that you definitely are building momentum on. But now they can't get complacent at practice. They can't be like, hey, we're world beaters. We're good. Can't do that. Because if you do that, you're going to get absolutely destroyed by a Rams team that is very, very vulnerable at this point. There is a lot of holes that they could exploit against this Rams team that they did against the Raiders. So that's... I think they can be the second half team moving forward, but they cannot get complacent at practice. And they've got to just, I mean, keep doing what you're doing with Isaiah Simmons because I think this is really waking him up. Yeah, I, I think the entire team, they tasted their own blood. They were getting knocked around. Yeah. Like they should have tasted it earlier. Yep. They should have tasted it last year when the Rams, well, you know what? They did taste it last year. And then they had a whole offseason to forget what that blood tasted like. And then, then they, they got, got their lumps in week one, <laughs> yeah. and they said, dang, that hurt, but it was the Chiefs, you know, I, mean, I, I don't know if I have to take it that seriously. And then they go out and they're like, man, the Raiders, we can't let the Raiders do this to us. Yep. We, we can't let the Raiders do that. The Chiefs, I guess, you don't want it to happen, but if it does, it's you chalk it up to Patrick Mahomes, all of that, and you can't let the Raiders do it to you. And they, and they didn't. No. But they did. <laughs> they, they 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 did, you know the the lows are real as real as the highs are. The reality is you end up somewhere in the middle. Yep. You're gonna go out and you're gonna start this next week, and you know what I don't want to hear at the end of next week. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I swear. I swear, Tyler. I swear. If I hear this after the Rams game, no matter the outcome. If I hear, yeah, we just didn't practice hard enough last week, or yeah, we just got to clean up the little things, or yeah, you know, we could play better than that. We just didn't come prepared. It didn't feel like we were ready to play. Yeah, I swear. There's no more excuses. If if that ha- if they rest on their laurels now, yep. Like this is a celebratory their win. La- their laurels or their yannis. This is a oh stop. <laughs> this is, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. This is a historic win. <laughs> this is a win that. Every single person involved in this game will remember it for the rest of their life on both sides. But this is not a rest on your laurels win. This is not a season cementing win. This is a season shifting win. This is a step. You're getting there. Because you were going the wrong direction before. You know like when you play Mario Kart and you're going the wrong way and you got that guy who's just yelling in your face. It's a wrong way, wrong way, wrong way. That's the direction that <laughs> Kyler and the Cardinals are going. And then at halftime, they're like, wait, what, is what it, does that Koopa say? Oh, the most obvious thing in the world. We yeah. need to get it together. Let's do it. They turn around and you know what? They ended up in first. Maybe that's what happened at halftime. Maybe they just had a game of a Grand Prix 150, <laughs> 150 cc Mario Kart. You Kyler, know? Kyler plays like he's at one fifty. No, it would have been Call of Duty. 
Oh, you know that the beta? I, I yeah. know. And, I know and we're everyone, everybody was Everyone after that first half is like, well, it did just come out. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that's, again, narrative shifting. Because, yeah, a lot of the times that stuff is jokes. But also, like, for the national media, for people who watch this team occasionally, for people like, let's say, like a Stephen A. Smith who's going to watch the highlights that they post on YouTube before he goes on air to talk about the Cardinals tomorrow. <laughs> you know, for those guys. Oh, Cardinals are going to get a ton of talk. Right. And it's going to be because of Kyler. Now you have all of this sound about how. Like, basically grown up Kyler was, you know? Yep. And I think that's unfair because he's been an adult. You know, he's not some child. He's not 18 years old. But it does seem like in terms of leadership, he's grown. That's paying dividends. And now it feels like the team's kind of behind them, right? Mm-hmm. You can feel it when they started getting yeah. things going on offense. Yep. All this team needed to see was them succeed, and they had to believe in themselves. Yep. Because it's got to be hard, right? If you build yourself up. If you say, oh my God, you know, we're so good, we all need our, our extensions for the next five years. And we don't need to play we, preseason ball. And we don't need to play preseason ball. And we don't need to go get any new players. And we basically are going to run it back from a team that got smacked. Yep. Granted by the defending Super Bowl champions now, but smacked nonetheless. Mm-hmm. You can't, <laughs> like, you were acting like you were up there, man. And you go out there <laughs> and you get smacked in week one. Yep. And everybody, everybody's like, what are you doing? Yep. I can't tell you the amount of people who just like came up and talked to me or texted me, like, dude, that was so depressing. No heart, none. Yeah. And then you get smacked again in the first half. I mean, you. I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of people that turned off the TV. Yeah. Or turned off the radio broadcast or turned off whatever they're doing, listening. Same, yeah. same thing with uh, Baltimore-Miami Oh as yeah, well. And same with, uh, what was the other it game? It was a crazy there game. There was three the games that were just absolutely bonkers. I think Kyler even mentioned that. That Probably. he was like, yeah, you know, there's some crazy stuff happening in the NFL. This just kind of adds to the list. Okay, so let's do some final takeaways, right? Because next time we're going to be talking is going to be after the Rams game. Of course, you can follow Tyler on social media. Follow him at TDrake4Sports. If you want a written recap of all of this, if you need somebody to follow for every single piece of Cardinals news, yep. and somebody who does it really well, he doesn't just check the boxes. He goes above <laughs> and beyond. I peek behind the scenes, a little inside baseball here. Uh... I have to tell this dude to like relax. I'm like, take some time for yourself, man. Never. Like, breathe. Hey, it's it's the season, man. You can't take no, any days I'm off. Not, hey, no look, days I'm, off. I'm right not. Now. I'm not saying like go to Hawaii for a week, no. you know. But I'm just saying like take take a couple hours and like put you know put away the Cardinals. But he's like, nah. There's stuff going on. Every There's day, too much man. stuff going on, man. I, he, he, this this guy goes above and beyond every day. Follow him at Drake for Sports. You can get all of his content, all of our other amazing content over on ArizonaSports.com. Oh, and a uh, quick shout out to uh, my wife, Mackenzie. It's our two year anniversary tonight or today. So wow, there we go. And you're here with me. I'm yeah. so sorry. So fun. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, I'm, you know what? <laughs> Actually, up. hey, no, we're we 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 got. I'm gonna ask one more question. We're gonna preview next week's game. And yeah. then we're going to get out of here because I now know that you need to get out of here. So, Rams, Cardinals, week three, back home, State Farm Stadium. What from this game do you need to see translate over to that one? And what are you worried about from the opponent? I think it's about connecting the offense to the defense. I think that was the thing is, is in that Kansas City game, nothing you, could, you couldn't connect anything with this team 
last week, whereas this team, you could tell, like, they were playing complementary to one another. Like, the offense would come out and do something, defense would step up. Defense would step up, offense would come back and do something. So I think it's just playing that full team game. And I know that sounds really simple, but against Kansas City, we all saw that that wasn't a wasn't a factor, wasn't a thing, wasn't even something to consider. So I think it's about coming out hot. They cannot start the first half like they did against the Raiders because that's not going to be the same thing against the Rams, even though they do have some holes. And I think it's just about, you know, making sure you capitalize on what the defense does or making sure they're capitalizing on what the offense is doing. So, I yeah, I think it's a very simple answer, but it's about being opportunistic. I need three things next week. Thing number one. I need more Kyler Marquise Hollywood Brown. Yep. Just every week when we come here and we record, I don't care if it's one play. I need to say that's the reason why you got Marquise Hollywood Brown. Until DeAndre Hopkins gets here, if I go a week without saying that, then he had a bad game. Yep. Okay, thing number two. Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons. Keep this up. I want Isaiah to play the whole game. And it's huge for Zayvon. Like, and and, oh yeah, obviously. You know what? Keep the green dot in Zayvon's, Zayvon's helmet. Fine. Move to somebody else. Whatever you want to do, just whatever you did with them, however you had them play, yeah. just drive that into them this week. Mm-hmm. Just boost their confidence to the max. I need to see them play well. And number three, I need to see how James Conner is doing. Yeah, that look. You know, but played honestly, well. I don't. I'll be honest. I think what they did, and they brought in Eno and brought in Daryl, and they split up, split the backs more, and got them more like. Not so much one guy. We saw this offense start chugging. That's great. I st- I still want him to be one of the guys. Oh, 100%. If, if, you're, if, if we're really going to go to a, look, Eno, Darrell Williams, you two are going to take the Chase Edmonds amount of snaps from last year. And That's then fine, James, yeah. you're going to take your amount of snaps. But instead of going, okay, James, you're going to get 65% of the snaps. And then Eno, you're going to get 20%. And then William's going to get 15 And then, yeah, like... Use James Conner, but maybe don't use him as much. Throw out different No, looks. you've got like, to mix and there match. There was good play calling. You have to give credit to Cliff. you got mm-hmm. to give credit to Vance. Like, this team showed resilience. I'm sure everybody is going to bed tonight way more confident in the Cardinals than they were. Even at halftime, going into last week, this is going to be a lot more fun of a week. Yeah. Previewing this, there's going to be a lot more hope in the air, of course. Like I said before, follow Tyler on Twitter, at Drake for sports Get all of his work on ArizonaSports.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at EricRuby987. You can hear me on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station, Monday Woo. through Friday. Burns and Gambo is going to be tomorrow. Obviously, Bickley and Murata has got you in the morning. Wolf and Luke in the midday. We're going to have fun this week. You're going to want to tune in. This is a high point of the season. I hope it's not the only one, but this, yeah. will, this will be a moment that we look back on, for better or for worse, as one of the high points in Arizona Cardinals. Not history, but at least this season. It was a statement. Depending on the end of the season... Maybe history. This could <laughs> this could really shift things, man. Yeah. If they if they turn things around, this could be the moment we all look at. But until next week, until we have another moment to look at for Cardinals Corner, which you can download everywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm Eric Ruby. He's Tyler Drake. Until next week, enjoy football. We'll talk to you guys then.